Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The high priest rose up and all his companions, that is, the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, laid hands upon the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, the angel of the Lord opened the doors of the prison and led them out and said, Go and take your place in the temple area and tell the people everything about this life. When they heard this, they went to the temple early in the morning and taught. When the high priest and his companions arrived, they convened the Sanhedrin, the full senate of the children of Israel, and sent to the jail to have them brought in. But the court officers who went did not find them in the prison. So they came back and reported, We found the jail securely locked, and the guards stationed outside the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. When the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests heard this report, they were at a loss about them as to what this would come to. Then someone came in and reported to them, The men whom you put in prison are in the temple area and are teaching the people. Then the captain and the court officers went and brought them, but without force, because they were afraid of being stoned by the people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be ever in my mouth. Let my soul glory in the Lord. The lowly will hear me and be glad. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called, the Lord heard and from all his distress, he saved him. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Blessed the man who takes refuge in him. The Lord hears the cry of the poor. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that everyone who believes in Him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world but that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him will not be condemned but whoever does not believe has already been condemned because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. 
And this is the verdict. That the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And so we come to the heart of the Easter mystery, the heart of the Scriptures, and one of the most well-known verses of the Scriptures. God so loved the world, He gave His Son, that we who believe might not perish, but have eternal life. It begins in eternity. God so loved. When did that begin? God has loved as long as He has been God. We're talking about a love that transcends time and history, a love that goes back farther than we can even imagine, a love that is eternal. God is love. He has loved us long before we existed. He has loved us for as long as He has been God. He gave His only Son. Again, this is eternal. When did the giving of the Son begin? It didn't begin. God had a Son for as long as He has been God. The Son has existed as long as the Father has. He is begotten, not made, one in being with the Father. So the Father has always been giving His Son. This is a glimpse into the life of the Trinity. This, again, is eternal. The love of God, the love of God giving His Son, then breaks into time. The eternity breaks into time. The love of God and the Son of God break into our history. And that's where the giving eternally becomes a giving in time as Jesus goes to the cross, freely offers up His Spirit, allows his body to be broken and his blood to be shed, and then rises from the dead on Easter Day. The intersection of eternity with time, of the endless love of God that has no measure with the experience of human beings that is limited. And it is in that history of the experience of human beings that the next part of this famous verse comes to be, that everyone who believes in Him. The love of God is eternal. The giving of the Son is eternal. The love breaks into history. The believing is in time. We must take that decision today to believe. Many people have made that decision and came into the church at Easter. The rest of us at Easter, we renewed that believing as we were asked to assent once again to the vows of our baptism. Do you reject sin and Satan? Do you believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Church? That all who believe in Him, here in time, 
might not allow time to be the end of the story. That all who believe in him might not perish. That life would not be limited to this limited time in history in which we are exercising our belief, but that that very belief might now take us up into the very eternity of God where the loving and the giving began. Technically, did not have a beginning, but are eternal. We are brought up into that eternity precisely by believing here in time. Now the passage goes on to talk about what that belief is. It is living the truth. You see how this gospel passage from John 3 talks about the original division. Light comes into the world. Christ, the giving of the Son. The gospel speaks of that as light. He is the light of the world. And then we have a choice. The verdict comes. The judgment, the crisis, the fork in the road, the time for deciding, the inescapable duty to decide. Will you accept the light, go towards it, because you're living it? You notice it doesn't put it in conceptual terms here. Yes, believing involves assenting to certain truths and concepts that the mind can understand. Of course it does. But it doesn't limit it to that because we're talking here about works that are evil and works that are done in God. The light exposes the works. So if you're ashamed of what you're doing, you don't want to come near the light. You don't want to come near Christ. You don't want to let the preaching of the gospel take place. You want the preachers of the gospel to shut up. You don't want to hear the pro-life message. You don't want to hear the truth about morality. You don't want to hear any of it. Because your works are evil, and that truth is going to expose them. So that's one choice. And then the other choice, we're going to live the truth. John says here, whoever lives the truth comes to the light. Because his works are done in God. So this is the judgment. This is the division. As I always say, we don't have to worry about the fact that things are divided in our nation, in our world, in our communities, even in our church. What we have to be concerned about is, are we on the right side of that division? Living the truth, coming to the light, Believing in Him are all the same reality. Baptism is called the sacrament of enlightenment because we have accepted the light who is Christ. He enlightens our minds and therefore we say we believe. We accept the truths that the church teaches. He strengthens and guides and guards our hearts and our will Therefore, we say we reject sin and Satan and all his works and all his empty promises. We commit to live the truth. We commit to walk in the light. We are enlightened, enlivened by the baptism accepted in the faith taking place here in time that lead us into eternal life, into that eternity where always God has loved the world and has been giving his son for the life of the world. This is the Easter mystery. This is the mystery of our baptismal 
life in Christ. This is the mystery of our faith. Let us embrace it again today and let us proclaim it to that world that God so loves. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.